<laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Turn it off, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> More. It's not for Keenan to kill. We keep the laughing in the afternoon, so don't touch that dial. Hold on. Here we go. Now, this was the best show, like, ever in the history of shows. It's so bad. <laughs> Taylor, you bite your tongue, damn it. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger, may I take your order? My favorite new trend of the show is just you singing the intro every week. Hold on, and we're not done. Let it, let it run, baby. Uh. Welcome into another fantastic edition of the From the Newsweeds podcast. Thanks to our special guests, Keenan and uh, Kel, <laughs> who couldn't be in studio today, but they send their well wishes through song. Today, Vince, we have a couple special guests in studio. We do. I took notice. Yep, yep, yep. There's special guests. And I would say special with an emphasis. Yep. Uh, that, that would be Nick Sacco, yes, who yes. just talked. He's our local uh, Flyers en- enthusiast, whatever. Whatever you call it. And Patrick O'Leary. How Big are fan you? of the Mike Scott. I haven't saw that yep, right there now. he is. Thanks for, He's thanks wearing for the Ain't No Bitch uh, headband. I really I love is. that. How about that? that? Well, thanks for being on the show tonight, guys. Well, I really appreciate it. Well, I was it. forced to come here. Thanks for having me. A little backstory <laughs> about these two guys. They've been my best friends probably for, uh, what, sometimes, like 10 years? Well, about yeah. 10 years. All him, right. him since you guys were in fucking And actually, <laughs> actually, this episode of the From the Nosebleed Show is the first episode they'll ever listen to. So yeah. not not big fans I of the mean, show. I guess my will, but you know, <laughs> it's their mom's probably I was more of an underdog guy. I'm gonna be honest. What's that? I was more of an underdog guy. Oh shit! See now we're going into <laughs> the Go past. Back to the roots. Taylor's giving me the eye. It's 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 a nightmare. <laughs> the headphones are taped to my head, so I had no choice. All right, there you go. Stop, stop, dude. Stop that, Vince. The Philadelphia Phillies yesterday they played in a doubleheader, right? Okay, they just got right into it. they Make got sure they swept. Played. They got sure they swept played. in the doubleheader. Yeah. Badly. Everyone's saying fire Brett Brown. You know what I'm saying? Get Girardi out of here, dude. <laughs> Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> What has he ever done for this city? <laughs> Nothing. It's How big. do you get swept by Ronald Acuna? Now, just say you're joking. So I'm pe- obviously joking. Obvious. Okay. <laughs> I'm obviously joking. With about you, you that. never know. Just wanted to make sure. No, no, but I have hopped on the uh, Fire Matt Clentac train. <laughs> if you're not on that train right now, then get hit by that train. Well, because <laughs> over the last uh, couple of days, over the past week, the bullpen obviously is imploded. Because there is no bullpen. There, yeah. Matt Klintek failed to address the bullpen. There was and nothing there to. There implode. was nothing there to be given. Just sucks. I don't but, but, but know. But we any got Didi. But we got Didi. That's all. Oh, Didi Gregorius. Oh yeah, he's so good. <laughs> anyway, no, well, I like Didi. I don't I mind. Do. I really do like. I, I just want to know what it is with managing a Philadelphia sports team, right? And just not addressing the holes that are clear as day as far as the Sixers mm-hmm. and the Phillies. They both just refuse to fucking address the things they need well, to. Well, you know why? Because the Sixers ownership, it's obvious that they only care about money. I mean, that's the, the only thing they yeah. care about. <laughs> only because this guy's out there. He's trying to buy the Mets. He's trying to buy like all these. So he cares about profit. He doesn't care if the Sixers put on a winning uh, team every single year. He just wants some fans in the seats. And guess what? This year that ain't happening. So he doesn't really care. No why would he care? Yeah. But uh, back to the Phillies, they killed my uh, parlay yesterday. I know. Vince is, ever since watching Uncut Gems, Taylor, <laughs> this guy has become uh, the guy from Uncut Gems who I forget his goddamn name every time. Adam Sandler. No, yeah. the guy that Adam Sandler the plays. The Howie. character. Howie. Howie. You are Howie, <laughs> damn it. I wish. And I hope you get shot in the face at the end of your oh, life. Oh, come on. No spoilers. Just like that movie. Right, you just spoiled the movie. Yep. Well, that's how it ends. Not <laughs> only did you insult me, you just... Ruin the movie for everyone. No, I say this to you because I care. I don't want you to end up <laughs> on the streets. You divorced your wife because, honey, I can't pay for our children to go see the 
pediatrician because the Phillies lost. You know, I don't want you to be that guy. I wouldn't be surprised if the Phillies are the bane of my existence for the rest of my life. But while you're doing it, I kind of want you to fail ju- a little bit just to see like how you react to failing and how you react to bouncing back. So you failed this weekend. Here's a good example. I have failed a lot before I started winning. So how have you bounced back from, from, from the Phillies uh, debacle? Well, I've been uh, looking to just make that money back. <laughs> I understand that. Well, last night we were all together at a at a. Uh, it wasn't a party. I, I shouldn't say. Oh, everyone's like, oh, it's a pandemic. You shouldn't go to party. This wasn't. A, this was a small gathering. But this guy was here. O'Leary was here. Vince was here. Nick is too cool. To I was there in spirit. Yeah, he was there in spirit. spirit. He he goes to bed at about six o'clock at night, <laughs> <laughs> in true Italian style. But uh, so we were having a couple beers last night, and we're watching the Sixers game. And it's a really good Sixers game. They're up. They're winning in the fourth, uh, what do you call it, inning, quarter, period, oh whatever. God, the fourth quarter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, it matters. They're, win- they're winning in extra innings. That's how football goes. <laughs> pipe down, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's a foreign thing. I understand that. It's just a little humor. You guys don't understand humor. But it's anyway. You're too advanced for us. So Josh Richardson, who you love to shit on, scored 30-some points last 32, night. baby. I let you hear it because Josh Richardson had a hell of a game. But I also was kind of joking because Josh Richardson also overall big picture sucks. Yeah. I think we all know that. Before, I mean, when I made the comment I made on the last show, at that point, he was stinking it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yep. And I was, just, I was just breaking your balls right. last night. It wasn't a sex party, by the way. I wasn't literally breaking well, that, his balls. I mean, I don't know what they were I was going to say, now that you said that, people are going to make assumptions that's okay with me i'm an open book but i will tell you that it, it wasn't a sex party all right fair i enough. wish it was but <laughs> wait so you're saying it was a party it was a party but with it wasn't, your friends it wasn't Better sexual it, it really wasn't sexual it was also a I small mean, gathering it, so i used to get afraid like all right i'm gonna dive off a cliff real, real quick afraid? we'll come back hold on we'll come back put a, to put a bookmark in the sixers game for last night we'll come back to this we're gonna come back to the sixers game in a minute but i arrived to the studio early um the two one five great two one five live show was on with John and Frankie, and I walk in. Taylor like kind of looks at me because I'm making too much noise. I'm like, "What the hell's happening? This is a freak show." Usually, like something <laughs> must be going on. <laughs> so usually, I'm like, "Okay, like these guys don't care if I barge in." Hey, how you doing, fellas? Like you know, not quite literally sh- Kramer. Let's <laughs> 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 shit on Seamus again with his friends here. Let's embarrass him further. <laughs> At this point, like but anyway, you do it to yourself. <laughs> so Frankie and John had Mertitas, Jason Mertitas on from uh, ninety-seven five. They fired him. He's back. They're probably again, <laughs> it's going to happen again. He's back and forth. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he was on. So I was like, oh god, this guy knows a lot about hockey. I'm not going to ruin it. It's professional. So I used to think like maybe the shit that I say like on this show is like kind of like out there and like it's probably too much. John probably doesn't like it. I'm going to. They're probably going to ask me to leave or like <laughs> do something else. Which is fine. I'm just like being myself. But after the segment they did today, it was called like wacky thi- what do they what do they call it, Taylor? Weird wacky stories. Weird wacky stories. Of course, like the headlines were from Florida because there are a bunch of weird wackos down there. So weird wacky they stories are. tend to come from Florida. So uh, the last story that he talked about was about like what was it, a six foot dildo? Uh, yeah, in Las Vegas. Six, si- all right, that, that was Vegas. Foot. So they're talking six about foot. dildos, and Frankie, my boy Frankie, was like, I wonder what the girth is like on that one. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I could say anything <laughs> I goddamn want on this show. I mean, these guys are respected. They have Jason Martinez. We had Mark Farzetta. You know, so they're a little ahead of us with, with the guests. But, I mean, they're a respected organization, and wh- what they showed me is it's okay to have fun. It's okay to talk about giant dildos and if girth really matters or not. Because the 215 Live Show did it. 
Anyway, back to the Sixers <laughs> game. <laughs> In that light, Jay Richardson sucks. So Josh Richardson blows. He had a nice game last night. So I want you guys to kind of take me uh, uh, take me back to the final uh, kind of minutes of that game. What happened? Uh, I blocked them out. Yeah, I mean, it was a great – it was fun watching it just because we were all, you know, drunk and it was a close game, back yeah. and forth points. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, a loss is a loss, and there's no getting around that. But it was promising to see the Sixers – put on that kind of game without Embiid and Simmons. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which, let's Definitely. talk about that right now, because we, we didn't talk about this last week. Simmons is done. Uh, he's going to miss the season. He had surgery today. Of course. Of course. If, the, if there is a God, he hates luck. the Sixers. It's just Sixers luck. So, he hates the Sixers. So, going forward, how is that going to impact the uh Well, I don't, think we're, I don't think we're going to win shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I Joel, that. Joel will be back. Probably be Joel, fine. Joel's out for the next game, I yeah. know, but after that, I think he's going to be fine. He's he can, not very serious. He was walking right. around on the bench yesterday. He can yeah. maybe carry this team, maybe around <clears> if we get lucky against the Celtics, but I would I would say no. I think we lose The now. tough thing with so. losing Ben is the defense. Yeah. Because he just brings an, an element now, to that defense. Assuming now you have his Tease. Right. Tease, you can't play as much if he's foul prone. He's, he's a rookie. I mean, what are you going to do? Assuming like, you get the first-round matchup with the Celtics, no idea who's going to guard. Kemba, Tatum, or Jalen mm-hmm. Brown as far as wing on the wing goes. Because yeah, Tobias... You, go, you got three guys that could go for 30 in a game. Right. I mean, Easy Joel more. will have his, but at the end of the day, you got no one to guard the wing. Yeah, I mean, all Joel has to be able to is Ennis Cantor. I mean, forget right. about him. But, but <laughs> I, I blame... This is another story, Seamus. I know you don't follow the NBA that closely, but this is a... This is good. Are uh, you kidding me, dude? I follow the NBA so closely that it's not. I'm, I am like, I am like, who's the top like uh, NBA reporter in the league? Uh, Woj. Woj. Yeah, well, he's canceled. <laughs> so isn't he the one that got canceled? No, nah, he got he no, got he suspended. Went, yeah, for suspended. Oh, oh yeah, I thought yeah. he got canceled. There was a big deal. Everyone's nah, he, like, he oh, sent, cancel Woj. He sent an email where he told basically someone to fuck off. Like a senator. Yeah, yeah she was talking. <laughs> oh, he's da- see, he's fake woke now. God no, damn no, no. it, the Woj. senator was being the, racist. Yeah, the senator was being racist. Oh, I'm on I'm on Woj's side in that case. But uh, anyway, I blame – so Damian Lillard went for, what, 40? 51. 51. So and I, Janelle Appel, not a friend of the show, but a friend of ours, said, yo, how are you going to let him score that much? I was like, bro, he's good. <laughs> ben Simmons I blame, I blame uh, <laughs> Paul George and Patrick Beverly of the Clippers for that performance yep. by Damian Lillard because like, here's the – I don't know if you followed the Seamus, but uh, the Clippers played the Trailblazers the other day, and uh, Damian Lillard has like – I guess a little beef going on with Patrick Beverly. I saw that. He missed the two free throws that would have potentially won the game, and Patrick Beverly was on the side making sure. fun of him, and so was Paul George. And Damian Miller basically got in his interview and said uh, they're just in their feelings because he sent uh, Patrick Beverly home before, which back in 2014, Damian Miller hit a buzzer beater in the playoffs to send the Rockets with Patrick Beverly home. And then last year, Damian Lillard hit a 40-foot buzzer beater that won the series against the Oklahoma City Thunder right in Paul George's face to send him home. So he said they're just in their feelings about that. And uh, That's actually basically. pretty funny. So then gets better. Uh, they went on really? Instagram. Yeah, yeah agree. they go on Instagram. And uh, I think it was Beverly that made the post, and he said, like, uh, <coughs> Cancun on three or something like that. And then Paul George commented and said, that's why you're getting sent home this year. Oh! <laughs> And <laughs> Damian Lillard said uh, something to the extent of, that's why you guys keep switching teams, running from the grind, you boys as chumps. See, here's what I like about NBA players. Here's what I like about this NBA league. players. Bro, they <laughs> beef, dude. They 
beef on social media. They go after each other on the court. I, I love it. That's what's missing in NFL that happens, too. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but no, my favorite sport. Sure. There, Taylor wants to cut it. There, there is another layer to this. Go ahead. Did you see Paul George's sister? No. And Damian Lillard's sister? Wait. Uh, so I heard about it, but I didn't read into it. What was did that? Did they have so relations they, they with were each other? They were going back and forth with each other on Twitter. Um, Paul George... <laughs> Uh, Paul George's sister basically called Damian Lillard's sister a fat cow, and then, <laughs> and then Dame Lillard's sister said, "Well, your brother wife a uh, stripper after she got her pregnant." Oh true. my goodness, oh, which is actually a true thing. I didn't know that was coming. I mean, That's <laughs> you gotta love that. The NBA really is the best league when it mm-hmm. comes to petty beefs like this. It really yeah. is. It I doesn't get that. much better. I mean, look at even going back to what November with the uh, T Wolves game. Yeah, with the uh, cat and Embiid after. Yep. Oh my God, that was. You say cat. Carl Anthony oh, Towns. Oh, okay. See, I get confused. When Ben Simmons put him in the chokehold on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the peacemaker. <laughs> that was that was great. Speaking of like uh beefing in sports, Seamus. Yes. How about that uh Astros? Do not call it a brawl. <laughs> it was not a brawl. Do not call that goddamn thing a no, brawl. It was bad. So I walk into this party yesterday. I didn't know Vince was gonna be there, funny enough. Vince is sitting there drowning his sorrows, whatever. <laughs> you know. Classic gambler. The same Sixers party? <laughs> the same, uh, the, the, same sisters, party. the very sisters party, yes. The same orgy, par- I mean, yeah, the same birthday party. Hold on, I dropped my uh, jewel here. So yeah, you, so you the same party, gathering? and uh, Vince you is sitting there. jewels over there? Well, now John's going to fire me now. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. No, this is a, uh, let's see here, this is a Views. They sell it at the Wawa. At the I don't know Wawa. which Wawa I got Wawa. it at, but they sell it at the Wawa. What, what is wrong with you? This See, this <laughs> producer... I feel like Regis. He hates Regis. <laughs> this guy hates me. This guy hates me so much. If we could play audio from like three weeks ago from when he said, oh, I can't imagine you in a smoke shop. What are you talking about? You can't imagine me in a smoke shop, dude. I still sit by that. <laughs> but what does that even mean? I, it's called you go in, you say, give me vape. And then just like my brother went into <laughs> the Wawa and said, give me blunts. I told you that story. Oh, that was priceless. O'Leary was there for that. <laughs> he goes into the goddamn Wawa and says, I want blunts. And they're like, we don't sell it here. <laughs> anyway. Go on with your story. Well, the producer hates me, so that's not good. But what the hell? Where was I? Oh, yeah. So we're at the sex party last night. And <laughs> Vince is sitting there drowning his sorrows, uncut gems. He's Howie. We all know it. Bolt in the brain. So he's like, yo, Seamus, come over here. I said, all right, man. I'm sitting on the couch, by the way, because that's what I do at parties. I like to find a place to sit and not move. That's what I do. He's real true, fun. True, true boomer. Fun. What? Like a true boomer. I am a true boomer. <laughs> fucking guy man go ahead <laughs> get on with the story so he's like yeah come over here i want you to see this brawl i think is what you said something like that so i'm like oh shit there was a brawl and then he shows me it and it wasn't a brawl it was like some some little weirdo it was it, it was up. uh i forget the player whoever it was got hit twice and he was chirped the astros hitting coach chirped him <laughs> and eventually this pisses me off. That Astros hitting coach is just as big a bitch. As, it's exactly what you would expect from someone that's a part of the Astros. Mm-hmm. He was, you see him waving them on, like, come over here, come over here. Yeah, he was so then once the player takes off towards him, he immediately takes a step back and three fucking dudes get in front of him. I know. Like, you're, you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you are a bitch. Come over here point. so I can hide behind three other dudes. Like, exactly. Get, the, get out of here. See, so that I see, I miss the old school, like, brawls. And not even brawls. I miss, like, when the, when the baseball manager used to... Um, like, at least go out and argue with the umpire. In the age of replay, we see that happen less and less. But I remember my parents taking me to um, to Philly's games in really good seats, by the way, when we couldn't afford it. No, I mean, that's why I'm not in college. Oh, paycheck came in? Oh. I, I'm not in college <laughs> because my parents took Dime me to Club. Philly's game. 
But uh, so we used to go to Jesus. these Phillies games and Charlie sold out stadium. Charlie Manuel would get in a fight with these mm-hmm. umpires, get in their mitt, and be like, oh, you know, like a, you know, like a, you know, like J roll, you know, like a, you know, like a, you know, and then like just get thrown out of the game. You know, Awful. you know that that was a Charlie Manuel impersonation. Here, Seamus, I mean, here, that was pretty decent. Here's some fun. What, are, what, you do you, what do you think the best? Let's say, what do you think the best two? Baseball brawls you've ever watched are doesn't have to be lot. I mean, like on TV. Or my favorite like of all time. Them. You want to hear my favorite of all time? Go for it. And I'm a boomer, according to Taylor. But this one goes back to what? 2016? I, I think everybody agrees with me on that. <laughs> Let's do a poll. God damn it. Anyway, so 2016 to 2017. I forget when it was. It might have been 18 or 19 or 20. No, it wasn't 20. It was probably like 17 or 18. Jose Bautista when he got knocked That's the, the fuck out by Rudnetto Door. That is number one. That was amazing. No, Rudnetto Door is like f- he's a dwarf. And he, he socks the shit out of Jose Bautista. That was a solid connecting punch, too. And Jose Bautista deserved it. That was my number one. Number two, I don't know if it was last year. I f- believe it was the Pirates and Reds when the one pitcher just took on the entire roster. <laughs> the whole dugout. I cannot remember. I don't even remember that, but that sounds yeah, I amazing. I cannot remember who it was. Vince is making things up. No, dude. No, I, I, uh, why do I want to say it was the Pirates versus the Reds? I, I don't know. But well, it's, well, as soon as I type in Reds Pirates, the second thing you see is Reds that, there Pirates There you go. Roll. That's it. And I forget the pitcher. Oh, uh, Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett from the Cincinnati Reds. It was what the, He took His on the entire team. And the then way. he took on the entire uh, Pirates dugout by himself. And then that's when Yasiel Puig came over and started oh, that, throwing that hands. Had, that guy, that yeah. guy is a wacko. Yasiel yeah. Puig. I know he really so is. Before we get more into sports, another random topic I wanted to bring up oh, was thank God today. I, I try to avoid sports on this show. So today I uh, I was listening to Pardon My Take <laughs> Barstool podcast, and uh, they had Steve-O on. How dare you? Oh, wow. about that for idea. some reason, it like set me on a tr- today at work because like I'm I'm leaving my job on Friday. I heard about so that. Like, I'm sorry to hear that you got fired. Is this breaking news? <laughs> well, breaking news on the so front I of guess the news podcast. Vince Lobiondo. Is leaving his job on Friday. Leaving my job at Sherwin Williams to uh, become an apprentice in the Carpenters Union. This guy's going big go. places. Wow. This there guy is going big places, and I'm at a pizza shop. <laughs> but anyway, so my job is pretty much I stand at a machine and I just cut carpet. So I can go on my phone and do shit. So I watched all three Jackass movies today at work. <laughs> that is amazing. On their dime, they're paying honestly. you all to three. watch <laughs> all three Jackass movies. Dude, I forgot how funny that shit is, dude, because I have not watched. Any like jackass stuff since 2013? Oh yeah, that that stuff is. They gold. are hysterical. They are. Yeah. That stuff's gold. They are crazy people. Yeah, they're wackos. I mean, I would talk about how crazy Steve-O is, but he was like actually on drugs. Yep. John, so were all <laughs> of them. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville was the craziest one. <clears throat> well, have you seen yeah. the documentary? It's the Steve-O documentary. I haven't seen that. That's really good. He also just put out a new stand-up. Oh, okay. Did he really? Yeah, apparently. Apparently, no, he, he, he yeah. said he didn't want to spoil much, but uh, he said he. He uh, swallows Chris Pontius' cum. All right. See, here's the thing about that. In front of his father. I could totally buy that. That's like some... Wait, whose father? His, his own father. Okay. He said Steve-O said his dad is notoriously out on the gay humor. So, <laughs> so, so Pontius went to the bathroom and did something into a condom, brought it out, and Steve-O... So he made it as gay as possible without making it a porn. Yes. Okay. Exactly. How about that? That's clip. I mean, that's disgusting. Uh, no, that's that's right up my alley. So are you when, are you, me? when are you two gonna recreate that? 
Yeah, remember uh, that's he, never going to happen. Remember when he drank the ball sweat? I forget what Jackass that was. Oh, Jackass. Uh, oh, I thought you were. Two? I thought you were talking about <laughs> Jackass Three. Jackass Three, I think. <laughs> Dude, he's yeah, looking me like, right that in was the, the eye. One he's looking me right in the eye, and he's going, "Remember when you drank the ball?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say you. I, I, I said when, when they drank the ball. Oh, sweat. okay, okay. Because I thought you were. I was, I've never well, done I mean, that in front of you. <laughs> And I certainly have never told you about it. Not in front of me, but I think you have done it. I've seen you do it. I have done it. See, I'm on the Twitch right now. It's the worst thing ever. The Twitch. I'm on the Twitch. I think he really is a boomer. Out of the... All right, listen. To our listeners, hold on. To our listeners, I'm trying to get this Twitch shit going. Okay. So first thing you want to do is not hold it directly in front of your face. Uh, Yeah, but if I put it down, it's at a bad angle, and they can always see my chiseled chest. And then do it in the middle of the show. All right, hold on. (laughs) Hey, we're a work in progress here, buddy. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go to uh, the pizza shop that I work at tomorrow, and uh, while I'm on the fryer, I'm going to watch, like, all three Jackass <laughs> movies, because that's that's really... I, I think that the hardest that I laughed watching all three of them was, uh, I think it was in the second one, where uh, Wee Man, Steve-O, Dave England, and, like, the camera crew were in a limo, oh, yeah, and, they, yeah, and yeah. they drive yeah. up, and uh, Bam and Knoxville have a box full of bees oh my God, <laughs> and the sunroof of the limo is open <laughs> and, and they, they run up and they run up on the car and put the bees in the sunroof and they close it and they set up a bunch of marbles in front of the door so that when they eventually let them out they all slip and fall oh my but god but the funniest part that like made me laugh was when knoxville gets on top of the limo and you hear from the mics <laughs> on the inside everyone panicking like you hear wee man go close that fucking sunroof close that sunroof we're locked in <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a life! Stung a million times. Yeah, oh the, my the beehive tetherball was good. That too. was a good one. Too. Yeah, that was that another was great funny. one. Fucking Dave England rat. You you don't even know. You don't I have know no idea what's happening, dude. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right I mean, now. They had some great ideas, and I don't really appreciate it. To, you guys are like, all right, let's talk about something Seamus knows nothing about, and let's talk about it in front of his friends and Taylor knows, and everybody knows what's going on. And I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, that was awesome. And I have no idea what you're talking about. Meanwhile, I'm sorry. I dabble in jackass though. You dabble I mean, in I it? I dabble. <laughs> so you, you do the stunts yeah. yourself? Or I, I've tried to do the stunts. <laughs> I saw the one jackass stunt where it had something to do with a porta potty. Yeah. When they shoot Steve up in the they air. They, they shoot him up in the air, and there's shit everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, if that isn't my life in, in one video, I don't know <laughs> what is. Good point. He does some disgusting shit on that. Yeah, he does. Now, there was the one time where we dumped the, what was the, remember the bucket on Seamus? What was in that bucket? It was like you trash guys never or did anything uh, like that. It was the same arts, and it was like trash in like a bucket, and we dumped it on you. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. We that's did. why I, I had to go to shit. therapy for the last yeah, ten it was the years. Same arts. Yeah, that's why you always smell like shit. I was I was bullied uh, when I was in uh, grade school by him of all people. So and I mean, I, it was all in good fun. It was all know, good. Fun. It was bullied. For those of you that can't see, Nick is about what? Did you five ever, eight? Taylor? Did you ever five see six. five six? You can't talk pounds. You can't talk over each other during a podcast. You know, you got to let <laughs> each other talk. Shame Jesus Christ, these rookies. Well, I feel like you've been dominating the entire thing. Shut up. Taylor? Yes. Did you ever see a picture of Fat Seamus? Ooh. Dude, I was fucking as big as like uh, a house. Like what? a house. Max weight. I might have been 300. No yeah. way. I might have been. What? Really? Yeah, probably. No, not great. Damn. Probably like two years ago. No. Yeah. Yeah. I. S- Dude, when did it, wait? When did license. I know? Oh, you want to see my license? Hold on, I could show the Twitch people. If we can my get license. a picture on TV, did I? Th- I did not know. Yeah, dude, I'm telling I've you. I've known dude. you for longer than two years. So no, it's not, maybe it was three years then. <coughs> I don't know when. Was we this sp- before we knew each other? It was before Underdog. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, I'll tell so you. So for those watching on the Twitch, the yeah, give them your uh, address. This is great. Oh shit, that's not a good idea. You're an idiot. I just gave Twitch my address. 
All right, hold on. Show this to Taylor real quick. I don't know if he could see it through the glass. This is great content for a podcast. Dude, that is Fat Seamus in his Damn, prime. That's Bouncers crazy. look at him and they go, they laugh. And they, I don't goes, get no, into bars sometimes. I, w- I literally have to pull these videos up on my phone to show the, the, actual, the, the bouncer that it was him two years ago because I have multiple videos of him just fat as fuck. But he's got like videos or pictures of me from like a couple years ago where I look like I was wearing a fat not suit. Not yes. your brother's um, Your brother's idea, it says not for real use. Yeah. It's not for fi- what, what is that about? I have no idea. But not for official use. Mine says not for real ID purposes too. That's so I don't. So what is this? A fake ID given to me by the state? <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Not for real ID purposes. It's the Fisher Price ID. I guess it is. But anyway, Fat Seamus was a good time, and he will be missed. Well, uh, what was the secret? I, I do. Apparently, I was allergic to like soy. I'd like a, a shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, I had like a soy allergy, and I say like so it you just I, like blow up like a balloon. Yeah, yep. so I st- I didn't stop eating things with soy in it because it's virtually impossible. No, you eat like cheesesteaks and like yeah, you know, I beer like, and yeah, you did nothing pretty much. I, I ate like McDonald's shit, and I lived like a sort of like a sedentary lifestyle for a while. But also there was a soy allergy, and my doctor said that the soy allergy was causing me to like blow up. So <laughs> I'm glad you're good now. I uh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, oh. Long story short, I get less bitches now, which is bizarre. Let's, let's. <laughs> he was mad. Let's, uh, <laughs> you really had to slide that one in there, didn't let's you? Let's back on. Let's topic. work our way back to uh, Josh sports. Richardson. Sucks. No. So actually, we should touch on uh, the hottest team in Philadelphia, the Flyers. Yes. The Philadelphia Philly. Uh, the no. Union. The Flyers. <laughs> so well, the, the Flyers <laughs> just locked up the one seed in the East. Yes, they did. Huge. They're uh, playing Montreal, right? Yeah, starting the, the Canadians. Dude, weird, Ooh. weird ass time for the games. It not really. Some of them are. Two of the games are on weekdays at three p.m. Oh yeah, that's like come on. Yeah, that's garbage. Like the the Why? fact that they're putting games. Like, the other day, I'm like sitting there and I'm not even done work, and the Sixers are starting, and I'm like, what the fuck is it's going on? Right, it's three o'clock. <laughs> the Flyers <laughs> have outscored their opponents in the bubble so far, uh, eleven to three. They're they're I mean, on fire. I is that including preseason? Or no, not including that Penguins no. game or whatever. Just Boston, uh, that was fantastic. Boston, no, Washington, <laughs> and uh, Tampa. So I went out on Saturday to watch that game, and that was that was beautiful. They won me some money. Oh, you won some money? Yeah, I won. See, that's rare. That? It is rare, but <laughs> I mean, they look great, dude. I mean, I, I we have said before, not the biggest hockey guys. I do like hockey for some reason. It's just not my favorite sport, but like when there's good hockey. It's one of the better sports. Like the, the NHL playoffs that. is the best playoffs. Oh, I agree with that. Easily. The but best do you watch it more than the NBA playoffs? No. I don't. I just I, do I'm, I don't mean to put it <laughs> on you, but everybody says that and nobody actually watches the NHL playoffs. <laughs> <That's when they're laughs> I don't so watch it more because I like basketball more, but the like atmosphere and the level of games is better in the NHL, undeniably. Well, it I doesn't need to translate to viewership. Oh, no, I agree with that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, More their people. ratings are probably terrible. I would like to Not see as Do- bad as w- baseball, I would probably. like to see Donald Trump sure. get up there and talk about the ratings of, like, the NHL or about baseball. They're so bad. The Apprentice beat them nine times out of ten. Let me, let me just tell you. Let me tell you. The ratings Seamus. are awful. I have let me tell you. an existential crisis every time I think about the fact that Carter Hart is my age. And he's succeeding. <laughs> You'll get he over was, it. He's succeeding. See, that's part of You'll Vince's get like over it. Self-loathing. He's, actually, he's actually only 10. <laughs> he's succeeding on this level. Dude, Travis Konecki got called up when he was like 11. I, I Travis know. Travis Konecki? Yeah, but here's the thing. He's like my favorite player. Is he going to quit his job as a carpet man on Friday and become an apprentice? No, you are. He's so just going to make be, millions you'd be happy, of dollars. You'd be happy where you're at 
and you don't use a hockey stick, it, yeah, it's I mean, okay. You if you want to. It's okay, Vince. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. This show's going to go viral, damn it, and we're going to make more money than that clown, and we'll have him well, on. We'll call him a clown. We'll have him on, and we'll be like, hey, I've, I wanted to be you. Now I'm more successful now you than wanted, you are. No. Now you want to be me, <laughs> right. damn it. And Knock on you, wood. When you retire, you want to sit here <clears throat> at this chair and be on this show. So well, just I mean, keep inevitably think positive. Damn it, self-loathing bastard. He plays for a Philly sports team. He'll probably retire within the next two years. Probably. Yeah. Or <laughs> suffer a catastrophic injury. I like injury. how that guy, uh, that random, I forget his name. The, the Eagles had like a random like cornerback just decide to retire after they signed him to a one-year deal. No, yeah, 26. Who was it? I forget his name, but he was 26. Yeah, he was 26 years yeah. old, and he just he said, I'm done. Something like that. I think he was entering his fourth year. I forget. Was this recent? Yeah, yeah it was like two days like ago. They placed yeah. him on the retired oh, shit. list. I didn't was even it, hear was about it, this. Wasn't Gary? Was it Nate Gary? No, I, I don't remember. I believe it was Jared something. Yeah, it was. It was. It was somebody I'd honestly never really not heard Jared of. Not Jared. So that. <laughs> <laughs> not that guy. Five dollar foot long. Yeah, he must not, be a, not the subway squad player or something. Not the subway. F- not the subway diddler. <laughs> anyway, oh God, the subway diddler. So wait, one of our special guests today, Nick Nick Sacco. Yes. He's of Italian descent. Not that it matters. As you, you couldn't probably but tell. He uh. He's he's uh, well versed in hockey. He enjoys the hockey. I wouldn't say well versed, but you know. But you enjoy the hockey, so like I would like to get your opinion yeah, on what's going on I with the Flyers. I have a specific question. Yes. How important was firing the coach, like that, to get us to this point? I mean, it was everything. They had all right. the players. They had a good combination of like vets and like younger players, and I mean, and plus the coaches they brought in, like they, right. were, they were all head coaches previously. So right. I forgot their names, but that's okay. They were. <laughs> they're they're probably all similar sounding names, like Hackstall, Hackstall. It, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, but the one guy coached the Canadians. Yeah, the Canadians. Excuse me. Yeah, thank you. But can I just <laughs> ask you one thing? Do you think we have a shot against Montreal? Well, I mean, I mean yeah, they're, we're they're the one 12, seed. They're a twelve seed. And we're one seed. So I don't that's know true. Not. That's but true. no, no, no. They played us tough though. I, that's what I'm saying. I think like, we're like if you if you were not a Flyers fan and you're like, oh, let's see what's going to happen in this Flyers Montreal series, who would you take? I mean, obviously the Flyers. Flyers easily. <laughs> How many games do you think they say, done? I wouldn't say easily. I would say like six games or so. Like so no, fl- no, 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 like five games. Five. So games. you're saying Flyers and five? Yes. What Official are you saying, Vince? I, I guess I would go with the same. I have no reason to believe the Flyers aren't going to do great. They're hot. I'm going Flyers in one. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a sweep. I'm going to go Flyers in one because they're going to they're going to play the first game and the, the Flyers are going to win. The Canadians are just all going to test positive somehow for the Rona. Now, what do you think? Wait. Going a little bit off of that, I, th- I saw something today that the NHL has now done over 18,000 t- coronavirus, coronavirus tests, and they haven't had a single positive that's one. That's pretty amazing. That's how you know that they're doing it right. I guess. Is, it's, them it's and the NBA have been can, killing it. Canadians yeah. like don't do anything. They just like stay in their house and, like, <laughs> exactly. and just like, eat, like, you know. <laughs> right, I mean, they're, bar- they're barely <laughs> famous. <laughs> they, syrup. they eat bagels, and they just have a good time. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, they're, they're just chilling. Yeah, they're, they're chilling. They just drink beer. And you like, know, it's they're all normal except for like Neil Young. He's a little wacky. Sure. But the, but the, the, uh, the famous Canadian people are mostly normal, I would say. Beebs? Yeah. Well, he's not normal. No, that's a bad example. But I like Drake. He's like fake Canadian. I, I like The Weeknd. Those are good guys. Did you ever hear the song uh, Up on Cripple Creek? What? Up on Cripple Creek. She, she sends me if I spring a leak. She mans me. me. I don't have to speak. Who is this by? She defends me. That's where I'm getting. It's by a band called The Band, and they're from Canada. <laughs> I like those guys, too. Did you ever hear of them, Taylor? Yes. Seamus okay. is very pro-Canadian. The last waltz. 
Yeah, the last one. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm definitely going to go on a date with this guy now. <laughs> He's been trying to woo you this whole time. Yes, I can tell. <laughs> no, me and Taylor are officially connected as brothers now because he knows what the last waltz is. Taylor, please tell me you hate I Bruce. I love it. Bruce, <laughs> choose your next word wisely. Is dun, dun, dun. you could hear a pin drop in this room. Fine, but definitely overrated. All right, Ooh. I'll take it because he That's said five. Shame, your dad is a little like. I mean. He's like beyond fanboy. He has like posters everywhere. And no, I've like I've been shameless. in the house many times. Well, those are <laughs> well, right. this is that there's borderline that a shrine right. that Bruce brings right. in that to house. Fair, he replaced the Virgin I, Mary one time with his picture God, of Bruce. Dude, now I'm not gonna be able to go back to my house tonight. <laughs> I mean, I was a little frightened being in there. Because I was like sleeping and I saw Bruce just like staring at me. Well, so that, that here's he a funny story. that one pedophilic song. I'm on fire when he says, Hey little girl, is your hey, daddy little home? Girl, is your daddy okay, home? but here's what you it's all coming out now. All right, so here's what you leave out. Yeah. That every single band in the in the 60s, 70s, and 80s said, "Hey, little girl!" Like "little girl" was what you said about a woman. And Pete Townsend. It, it, and well, <laughs> yeah, but but m- the majority of of them were not singing about underage girls. They were singing about their girlfriends. I mean, Chuck Berry never got in trouble, and he has a song. Wild. Chuck Berry. There's video proof of some wild shit. What are you talking about? Uh, g- go on the internet later. <laughs> it's gross. And just delete, what's your, hi- the song? delete your history afterward. No, it's gross. Wait, what's it's called incognito so- browsing, Nick. This is 2020. All right, uh, all right here's what I got to say, though. <laughs> Chuck Berry had a song, and he sings about a girl that was six years old. Yes. Now that's fucked up. Yeah. Why doesn't he get in <laughs> trouble, damn it? I know he's dead, but, I mean, he was alive for 90 years. You would think that's enough years to get in trouble for that. I mean, if we're going through everybody's history of... Musicianship back then, they're all kind of. Uh, no, but he calls Springsteen <laughs> out for saying, "Hey, little girl, daddy home, were you born to run in the U.S.?" He's just pointing out a lyric, and you're very upset well, about. Well, because it. dude, that's what they. I've been said. making fun of him for this. That's what years. they said back then. <laughs> Do you ever hear Leonard Skinner? What's your name? They said a lot of bad things. Little back then. girl, what's your name? <laughs> that's another one. Where yeah, Leonard Skinner <laughs> had the Confederate Gary, flag on Gary the U.S. Album. Bonds. <laughs> Gary U.S. Bonds. He's a great singer. He has a song called "This Little Girl Is Mine." I don't think he owned a little girl. I think he was talking about his girlfriend. <laughs> I would certainly hope he didn't own any children. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, do you own your children? No, but uh, here's what I'm saying. Jeffrey Epstein never wrote a song called Hey, Little Girls. Well, that's debatable. He just did it. He just did it. He could have just covered it up. And he did it. Sure, if he had any musical talent, he might have. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> This show's gone off had the rails. There had to be yeah. a studio. He, on had, he has a great ambient music soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> he might. I don't know whether he does or not. He's a real Brian Eno. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway. You know Roxy music? Roxy music? Yeah, absolutely. Brian Eno's in it. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to go w- watch a Roxy music documentary tonight. There is actually one on Netflix. Yeah. Yes, there is. And I'll watch it tonight. Cool. The but Phillies have uh, just allowed uh, the Philly. The Phillies game just went from uh, thirteen. What was it? Thirteen nothing. Thirteen two. It is now thirteen five. See, Nick, here's Nick the Pavetta, go. Here we Nick, go. Nick Pavetta is in just stinking <laughs> up. Apparently, Nick Pavetta is Why garbage. Why not surprised? Nick Pavetta is trash, and Nick, Nick Pavetta should be castrated. They have this guy <laughs> named Austin Davis, and he should be banned from every Major League Baseball stadium in the country. I mean, I just I don't know what they're seeing. Vince Velasquez, Nick Pavetta. Well, to be fair, Vince Velasquez day. actually had a decent game yesterday. Didn't give up the yeah, 30 runs in one so inning. Years, yeah, he's garbage. I don't think he should be a starting pitcher in the majors. He certainly should have been moved on from by the I mean, like, where is their farm, yeah. where is their farm system, too? D- depleted, dude. How can you be, like, a pitcher on the Phillies and not want to beat this shit at every fucking pitcher in the bullpen? Right. Imagine you're an Aaron Nola. 
and you pitch yeah, that gem. Yeah, but then they would get in trouble because Arietta, when Arietta says something bad about his teammates, he's, he's a bad teammate. Well, the thing about Jake Arietta yeah. is but he... Jake Arrieta couldn't talk shit on his teammates because he fucking stunk Yeah, too. he was the one that yeah. stunk it up. You're right. If Aaron Nola would have said some shit after he threw 12 strikeouts mm-hmm. and, like, pitched a gem and they gave him no run support and then the fucking bullpen comes in Implodes. and immedi- immediately fucking blows it, I would have been like, okay, I can see why he's uh, oh, calling some people out. And, and when, you know, now, when Jake Arrieta pitches five five uh, games and right. he has one good game mm-hmm. and the other four are stinkers mm-hmm. and he takes that one opportunity to throw the entire team under the bus, he can go fuck himself. Uh, absolutely. I hate that guy. But here's the thing about Aaron Nola. He reminds me of what Cole Hamels went through his entire career with the Phillies. And that is no run support at all for your number one starter. Hamels used to lose one to nothing yeah. games all the time. Dude, he used to have five to one no decisions because... Because he was out of the game after eight shutout innings, and then the bullpen coughed it up. I mean, this guy got no run support at all, and Aaron Nola's struggling from the same thing. I don't know what dude, it is. Dude, imagine being Jacob deGrom. <laughs> I would never want to look like that. that I, I feel horrible that for him. That team just despises giving him run support. But I feel like it's they because it's like the Mets. Have, have you and, seen, and the Mets have you seen, and in New York team. Have now. you seen the stat? It was like, in the games that he pitches, if he, like... If they would have scored like one or two more runs, I can't remember the exact stat. He'd have like sixty more wins than he has. That's insane oh to me. I believe it though. They don't help him at all. Like again, I I, I was listening to a well, Barstool. Well, po- just left them. Uh, yeah, I was listening to a podcast on Barstool. One of the guys is a Mets fan, and one of the guys is a Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. And I think those teams have just recently played. And the Red Sox fan was like. Yeah, we're actually looking forward to the Jacob DeGrom game because it's y- we know you guys don't <laughs> score shit when he pitches. <laughs> that's true. That That's a shame. It, it does happen, though. I mean, he is one of the best, if not the best pitcher in the MLB, and he Oh, absolutely. Fucked. I think he's better than Kershaw, and people are like, oh, well, Kershaw, this during the regular season. I going back to the, not the, sh- I mean, I feel like every show we end up shitting on the Astros at some point. I feel bad for the Astros deserve, deserve to get true. shit on. I feel bad for Ker- I feel bad for Kershaw that he gets that notion of playoff Kershaw is a choker. He choked oh, this. Oh, but that's left true. But if, the Astros, but if the Astros, Astros cheated him out of that World Series where he pitched uh, fine. I I'm mean, going to have to disagree. All right. I'm not trying to like be like, oh, like, oh hot take, But don't, don't you think the narrative around Kershaw changes if he pitches fine and they win maybe. that World Series? I guess maybe. But here's the thing about Kershaw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that discussion's different. They always kill the greatest until they win everything. No, listen, Taylor, there's a big difference. Let, let me explain Yo, something. Wait, real quick, just to interject one for, one more time. Interject. There a, Boom. There was a stat. I can't remember. It was like an absurd amount of pitches, and it was uh, Clayton Kershaw threw this many off-speed pitches in that World Series, and the Astros didn't swing in a single one because they right. knew they were coming. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We know they cheated. We know it. We know it. Okay. They cheated. I mean, what they did was like kind of genius, though. Like, I think oh, I give was, them credit. It was, it was genius, yeah. but, but like, it was pretty, it was pretty cool in an evil genius way. <laughs> but they it got was pretty cool. Taylor, that's that, I guarantee you that's Rob Manfred sitting back, like, man, I want to punish them, but <laughs> damn, that was kind of badass, man. Well, Rob Manfred's so dumb, he probably doesn't even know what happened. Fuck that guy. Probably but doesn't know who the Taylor, can I are. ask you a question real quick? Yes. It's not a question, actually. I just wanted to <laughs> explain. Change something. the name of this podcast to the Fuck Rob Manfred podcast. No, here's why the whole going back to Kershaw. Here's why I think it's legitimate to say. He's playoff. He chokes in the playoffs. He's not really that good. The Braves just scored again, by the way. <laughs> oh, this great! Thirteen to six. I can't wait to listen to this Go tomorrow on. morning and be updated on the game that happened an hour uh, yesterday. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I love you. Blow me. <laughs> I, I love you. We're the top of the ninth. He, he did with one out. <laughs> so going back to the Clayton Kershaw thing, 
This show is like I, I feel like everyone's on speed Wait, or something. Real quick, coming into this, this inning, it was Schmitz, it was. Are you kidding? No, I'm serious. I feel like I feel like it was. I feel like everyone's on uppers or something. It was thirteen to one <laughs> coming into the top of the ninth. It is now thirteen to six. Yeah, the I do, coffee. I can drink an absurd amount of coffee. I, we've explained this before. So, yeah, let, let, let me get a word in edgewise, though. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> Tell, I feel like I've been talking the entire time. Tell her, listen to me. Kershaw. Are you just gonna like crash by the time the show is over? No, he doesn't crash. Uh oh, there I go. He, he just keeps going. Coffee. No, <laughs> no. Here's the thing, though. Clayton Kershaw <laughs> sucks in the playoffs. He's great during the regular season. Yes. He plays the Diamondbacks thirty times a year during the regular season, dude. Okay, that division sucks. You have to go against the Padres, the Diamondbacks, all these shitty teams. Is he not a generational pitcher? He's a generational okay, pitcher, well yes. Then, yes. If he was in the American League East, no way he has even remotely the same numbers. Not even close. And that's why he never wanted to come out here. I guarantee you if he was offered to come to play for the Yankees, he would say no. Guarantee you. Guarantee you that. He knows that his numbers would skyrocket. I guarantee you that. Well, he, shits him, he shits the bed in the playoffs. And he, he, he gets to play against the shittiest division in, in, in the sports, in the entire history of all sports. I all would right, say. All right, all right. I would say the National League West is the worst division ever. No. The AFC worst East. division ever is the AFC East for the majority <laughs> yes. of the Patriots' playoffs. My phone just died. Down. God damn it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes my first Twitch experiment. It, the phone just dies. But Seamus, let's talk about how much coffee you actually drink. So <laughs> before the show starts, you probably have about three. Ladies and gentlemen, my, be- my best friend. Yeah. Uh, so before the show starts, typically I would have, well, I wake up. How I'd many ounces up. of coffee? <laughs> Extra be. large at Dunkin'. These are like the biggest, the biggest so cups they have. <laughs> so on a work day, which is not podcast day, on like, a, like my day job. Yes. So Where do you work? Oh, Jack, kitchen. Ja- wait, uh, Jack. Pizza shop. Jack okay. Fritz just tweeted, at least he held the lead. <laughs> Talking about Pavetta. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a real <laughs> genius, that Jack Fritz. He, <laughs> loves pa- he loves Pavetta. He does. Great. Here's the okay, thing. go on, Seamus. F- go fuck yourself. No, but here's the thing. He asked me a question I'm answering. Uh, so I wake up. I'll have, I go to Duncan. I say, hey, can I get two extra large hot coffees black with turbo shot? Each Whoa. one with a turbo shot. Uh, extra large is what, 24? 60, yeah, 60, but, but nah. think about it. I work a 12-hour shift. I'm on my feet for 12 hours. It gets me through one shift and then the other. One and one. Okay. Two things I want to get in before the podcast ends. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Real quick, though. Go How ahead. many did you drink today, though? Off day. So today, three. So today, when I woke up, I had a cup of coffee, like a normal, like, K cup. No so turbo. So, like, six ounces? Yeah, prob- not ten. I would okay. say ten ounces. Okay. And then, right before I came here, I got a large iced macchiato. No flavor, <sighs> just, just a macchiato. Yeah, it's still sitting out there. Like thirty-two ounce. Yeah. Yeah. Damn dog. <laughs> no, what's what's the biggest? Isn't there a sixty-four ounce? No, dude. Are you no. kidding me, dude? That I would explode. <laughs> I could I could have sworn I heard the guy say sixty-four ounce. Well, yeah, but the guy at, at that Dunkin' that we were at was just now was kind of like half asleep. I don't know what was happening with that guy. That's definitely thirty-two ounces. All right, thirty-two <laughs> ounces. Taylor <laughs> yeah. just checked for me. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the Dunkin' that I went to right before the show, the guy was like half asleep, and I was concerned because I was like, "Hey, can I get a large ice back in?" And he was like. Sure. I was like, sure. Maybe right, you Vince, should drink some of that coffee. <laughs> uh, two, two things. One, I was just scrolling through uh, Twitter. Nickelback's making a comeback. Yes. Yeah, the greatest yes. band of all. Taylor's probably oh a huge Nickelback. God. New music on Friday, boys. Dude, I used to love Nickelback. Taylor's probably a huge <laughs> Nickelback fan. <laughs> and, and, okay, so the, the second best thing to come out of Canada. 
Exactly. Yeah, besides everybody else. Oh, come on, Rush. Anyway. Uh, rest in peace, Neil <laughs> the Perk, next, by the way. I wanted to actually talk about like some sports real quick. I wanted to get Pat, because I know you're a big Sixers guy over mm-hmm. here. Because I've been arguing. Your brother, Seamus, me and your brother have been arguing back and forth on this topic heavily. Who? Brett Brown. Does he got to go? What, I'm over him. I'm over him now. Like a month ago, you asked me, I was a huge supporter. Right. But I have completely. Jo- I was. I yeah. used to be a Brett Brown guy. I don't get how you yeah. could defend him now. I used to now. be a huge Brett Brown guy. If you and give almost any other coach the core of Embiid, Simmons, and Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. regardless of the team around them, they'd win like 50 mm-hmm. something games. Yeah. So here's the other side of that, though, um, which Pat Doyle does bring up some good points. He says. When it comes to the NBA, coaching doesn't matter as much as some other leagues, especially like I can agree with that. sport like football, um, because you're going to be as good as the skills your players have. But yeah. also at the same time, having that end game play like last night, yeah. if they had a, if they had actually called a good play instead of just throwing the ball to a falling Josh Richardson who threw yeah. up two bricks, the which Melo just ran him over. Though. The yeah, Sixers literally. look like a team <clears throat> that are. Um, they're a mess on both ends of the floor, mm-hmm. and they look like a team that comes into games unprepared, yeah. and they play down to their opponents very, very much, and that mm-hmm. those are all things that go into coaching. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Should the players like play better when they play worse teams? Yes, but it's up to the coach to get your players up for these kinds of mm-hmm. things. And I don't think Brett Brown can do it. I just... It's hard to have a guy come in to coach a tanking team and then yeah, it's exactly coach at the to top say. of the... He, he, he coached in tanking for so long, I don't know if he has that winning mentality. Right. I th- Which sucks, because the guy apparently is a great dude. Right, I, nothing but against him personally, but when I see this dude giving Raul Neto the oh amount of minutes God. he was giving him, like last night he Especially played... Especially when you have Burks sitting there. He finally played Burks, Howell, he finally played Burks more, but... It's Burks like has been great too, by the way. Right, yeah. Well, he, had, he had uh, what twenty two twenty something last on, night on uh, Saturday or no, sorry, uh, Friday. I love Doctor Burks. He had twenty She's last great. night. Yeah, Doctor like, Deborah Burks. <laughs> that's the, that's what I mean. Your talent will take you as far as it can in the NBA, but like when I watch this dude, his rotations make no sense. The people yeah. he decides to give minutes make yeah. no sense. And do I th- let me do I think that he is the Sixers' biggest problem? No, I think that if we could build a competent fucking roster, mm-hmm. yeah. We'd be f- we'd be better off, Definitely. but I think he's a top three problem. Yeah, but I don't think the, I don't think the problems go away if you no. get rid of him. No, this not all, season. not at all, dude. Like but coming into this year, I know that everyone was happy with it when it was when it happened. Mm-hmm. The whole Al Horford signing. Yeah, how could any general manager look at this roster and think you know what this team needs? Al Horford. <laughs> like <laughs> when when you lose three guards. Right. Yeah. The only thing that Al Horford adds to this team is now we don't have to play against exactly. him. Exactly. That is We're that essentially paying him $108 million mm-hmm. to just be on our team and do nothing except for we don't have to play him now. Like it the national media, and they do this because National media in all sports fucking hate They're Philadelphia. Fake. Yep. They hate no, they absolutely they fake. They hate the Sixers. They hate for yes. no goddamn reason. Did you see the article today? The, or the sorry, the video on the ESPN app. Oh my God! They literally put out a video and they said, "Was this the last game Ben Simmons yeah. or Joel Embiid will ever play together?" Dude, in what fucking world are you getting to rid of two generous, like incredible talents? Every <laughs> single like, year it comes around. The national media puts on this front about either them not liking each other or the Sixers will never be able to win with the two of them. It's because mm-hmm. everybody on ESPN is a fucking ex-Celtic player. They all yeah. they're exactly. Well, you know what's <laughs> funny? In this video. 
Kendrick Perkins was the one that was saying no, that they should stay together. And I'm like, oh, my God, I finally agree with this guy for once. Any <laughs> Dude, the, those two can win together if there is a mm. good f- the right roster around them. Yeah. You need more shooters. Yeah, you definitely I don't know how c- more clear it needs to be. I think going back to the shooting, too, that's another thing that Brett is failing at. Yeah. Because Ben needs to just start yeah, shooting. Yeah, dude. It's it's time. Like, he w- he looked good. In when the, Embiid and in Simmons are on the games. floor together, the spacing is horrible. Awful. It's it, and, and that's, oh. why jo- that's why Joel camps out at the fucking three-point line yeah. half the time he's on offense. Yeah. And we can't have that. You heard Draymond Green, and Draymond Green hit the nail on the head. Every time Joel Embiid shoots a jumper, he's bailing his defender yep. out. Now, don't get me wrong. He has a good mid-range jump shot, and he will hit jump shots. Mm-hmm. No, Nothing against his jump shots. But he's so dominant in the post, like by far the best in the league, that, like Draymond said, you're bailing your defender out when you don't just take it to the rack. Mm-hmm. And the lack of spacing, Joel loves to shoot threes and be on the three-point line. It's like, dude, that's not where you're best at. Yeah. Yeah, like, and then you got also Horford shooting threes. Yeah, <laughs> when when he's on the floor he, with ben he hit Joe. that one last night, and I, I don't yeah. think anyone Shocking. in the fucking our, the room, yeah, the room, the party, the room, it exploded because I don't think a single <laughs> person expected that shot to go in. I mean, you just look at the way he shoots; you don't think oh it's going to go in. Oh my god, his form is so <laughs> ugly. You ever you remember the video of Steph where he's uh, imitating him on the side and just like, how the fuck is this ball going in? Uh, <laughs> now, what's your opinion of uh, Shake Milton too? I like Shake Milton. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't ex- like I don't expect that much out of him. So you, they're, like, they're asking too much of him. It's one of the, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where I set my expectations at like medium so that he can exceed them if he yes. plays well. And when he doesn't play well, I'm like, okay, well, he is essentially a rookie. I thought he was going to be a G League lifer. Right. So the fact that he's even the fact starting he's contributing for us right anything, now is right? Wild. I think he's a fine player. I think he's a piece that he's. If you put more players of like his type mm-hmm. around this team. Like we'd be fine. One hundred percent. He can shoot. Exactly. He can handle the ball. That's what you need. He can shoot and handle the ball, and that's really all I need. It just shows how poorly constructed it, uh, this team is. You're yeah. asking Shake to do Yo, all this here's stuff. A, here's yep. a, yeah. Here's a question I had. Uh, where the f- is Zaire Smith alive? I think he has. The I think he had another allergy attack. <laughs> He's got the I like, no I idea. Pl- I don't know what. I was so high I was on him wa- too. I, I was I watching. Know. I, was be so I was watching the Sixers yesterday. I don't know what came like in my mind, but I was just because I haven't thought. You about said that to me last night. Yeah, I, I haven't thought like, about him shit. in like a couple years. I haven't thought about him in like a year. So yeah. I was just in there. I'm like, yo, where the fuck is Zaire Smith? Like, is he? It oh, was. It was really. He could be dead for all we know. Yeah, it was really funny that you brought it up too, because me and my friends had just been texting about the fact that. Oh, we should put together a trade and include Zaire. <laughs> and like, he's like, still oh on god. this team. Oh my god, I forgot he's a blue coat still, dude. <laughs> like, isn't it amazing that because as far as all sp- Philly sports teams go, they all seem to have problems with this shit. Mm-hmm. Sixers draft picks injured every year. The Eagles have the injury bug worse than any team every mm-hmm. fucking year. Ever. We are in a city that in the United States is considered like one of the like <laughs> medical capitals of the country. <laughs> Why the fuck is our <laughs> why are our team so this bad? This is a very valid question. Point. It really seems like we're cursed. It does. In a lot of ways. Yeah, like we're not. We, like Philadelphia, we have all these great hospitals, mm-hmm. all these great doctors, yet our right, team's but, just but that's like half the Eagles rosters on the fucking IR by week four. <laughs> but there's it's nothing pretty, it's pretty even ironic. Uh, uh, it's, nothing no, the, no, it's nothing to do with Philadelphia. It's just, well, no. it's just bizarre. But you have to acknowledge that after so many years of this happening, it becomes a trend where it's not just a coincidence because other teams... Um, uh, specifically the Here we go. We're diving down that rabbit hole, Taylor. Well, no, I'm not. There's no conspiracy. Q and on, baby. Specifically in football, <laughs> no team seems to get hit with the injury bug at the clip the, the Eagles do. Right. Mm-hmm. Half our team goes down every year, and it's like, I think this is what the third year in a row this has happened because yeah. the Super Bowl year, half the fucking yep. team gets Ever injured. Since Doug. The 20, 2018 was horrible with mm-hmm. this, 
And then last year, a shitload of people get injured. I mean, look at the fucking offense we end the year with. That's yeah. true. It's like how many years in a row? There was not a single receiver that had over 500 yards right. from scrimmage. It's like how many years <laughs> in a row can <laughs> this happen before? Yeah. There's nothing you can do about <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, like yeah. ever, ever since Doug took over, it just seems like they're like always getting injured. Yeah, so well, it's because he's Doug giving them Peter- ice cream all the time. Do you think Doug Peterson's like poisoning all these? Pl- Maybe he's like secretly like poisoning these athletes. He's like making yeah. them more injury. Pr- you just said remember here we go down the rabbit hole. Somebody get the tinfoil hats. No, remember the always sunny episode where. Dennis was no Mac was giving Dennis uh, a protein shake, but it was actually yes. poison, and it was making Dennis like very weak, very tired, very lethargic all the time. And it's because he was. That's giving what him Joe Embiid's drinking. That's, <laughs> God damn it! There's no, I the drink answer. Shirley Temple. What are you talking we about? We solved it. <laughs> Always Yo. Sunny is responsible for the demise of Philly <laughs> sports teams because Brett Brown, Doug Peterson, Joe Girardi, they all Gabe hang out. Kapler, Ron Hextall, Hextall, Dave, the whatever, Craig Burby, whoever's the manager now or the coach. They are giving these players poisonous shakes. I'm done Damn it. And that's why we have shakes. <laughs> and, it, it, shake and then Milton it matches here? to Shake Milton. Do you think he yes, oh a guy God. named Shake is oh on the roster? No fucking way. <laughs> Damn it. Relax, relax, relax. <laughs> Barstool, here I come, baby. Yo, I'm let's, telling you, they're going to see this. Let's talk like, oh, about how the Phillies, the Phillies won. But going into this inning, the top of the ninth, it was 13-1, to one, and the final score is 13-8. That's because oh Girardi's <laughs> starting to give That's these relievers these shakes. Our bullpen, I could fucking pitch for our bullpen at this point, <laughs> I dude. I guarantee you, you could. Like, I don't even know who these guys are. Like, like, And I'm a, like a well-versed in baseball, I would like to say. I don't know who any of these relievers are. I really have no idea dude, who like, they are. Wait, I know Adam Morgan. Do you know anybody that's on this Marlins roster right now? Yeah. That's on the, no, that's on the field? That's on the field, yeah. I think uh, maybe not. <laughs> um, wait, is Matt Kemp on the Marlins now? I don't think he's. I don't. I, the mainly the point I'm making is no way knows who's actually playing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But they're like a G League team. They're a minor league team. You know what I mean? And they still always beat us, though. And they're in first place, <laughs> and they had the Rona, and they kicked their ass when they all had the Rona. <laughs> they kicked our ass. Let's. It's like a double whammy. Baseball players are by far. The softest of the athletes. I don't totally. know how totally. you could say that. Totally. What? what? Did you see? Dude, first of all, you would think I just said, "Hey, I banged both uh, of your mothers at the same time." Aaron, Aaron, like, Boone, with those I know he's not a player, but people like in baseball are this. Aaron Boone was bitching about the fans outside the stadium because making too much noise. Because it's the Yankees, dude. The Yankees are bitches. That organization has always been a bunch of lying, cheating bitches. That's who they are. They're the Yankees. But baseball players are the softest. I don't, I don't know how you could say that, dude. I mean, I've seen basketball players flop and actually injure themselves while they were flopping. I've seen soccer players uh, roll their ankle and think it's the end of the world. I've seen, I've, I've seen pussified behavior in every single major sport. I see baseball. Half of these brawls, there's just nothing happens. Because it's not a sport where, where, where it's centered around contact. Dude. Like, football, you have people shoving each other. Besides the uh, ball in the back. Uh, the NHL, fighting is quite literally part of the game. Major League Baseball, when brawls happen, it's actually, like, like from the... It's, it's, it's organic, basically. It's not organic in hockey, really. It's not really organic in football, because it's part of the sport. Shoving each other, talking shit, that's all part of those sports. Baseball, it's not. That's why. Let's take a. I want to. I actually. Soft. I'm taking the Twitter tonight, and I'm taking a poll on this, just because I want to see. Because, dude, you're going to get response. You, see, people that follow you are like people that listen to WIP, dude. They, they they're horrible people, 
and, and they and they just go for You're like the biggest Ooh. Philly media they, dork they, here. They, what they are you talking for, about? They go for the, like, statements like, for the, like win. the popular <laughs> answers. So if you do a poll and you say what Phillies, uh, what sport is the soft? Is that what you're gonna do? What sport is the softest? What athlete? Well, no, no, no. What athletes? Of course they're gonna say baseball players because that's like the popular thing to say. Well, no, they'll is, probably say Seamus, basketball. When you, I don't Either know. Basketball or soccer? Yeah, I think that's they'll what say people basketball. are gonna say because people think really lowly of soccer. I think yeah. soccer is certainly the one of the softest sports. Sure. I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. I mean, I mean like, both of you played it. It's embarrassing watching it. It I is, but at the same time, so there's there's two aspects to softness. Though, are you talking about uh, I'm not most talking athletic about or just no 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 like They're most athletic? Touch. Or <laughs> I feel like just trying to get balls. Yeah. I feel like baseball players are like mentally soft, like they're yeah. they're bitches. But like I don't understand like wh- like is there any science to that? No, I just feel like I hear baseball players they're whining and crying a lot. There's like, a, there's okay. a oh, dude, the biggest whiner in the history of sports is LeBron James. All right, shut the I fuck mean, up. Dude, That's I mean, dude, I can give you 30 NBA players that whine all the time about shit. LeBron James is the biggest whiner in all sports. He's a whiner. I've heard him whine before. Name dude. a baseball player that whines. Go ahead. I don't think that baseball I, I players can't even are get over soft. Everybody right. on the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. they're cheaters, though. But so LeBron, I don't know how you just said LeBron James. You've never heard LeBron James whine? He the likes to whine. The, the biggest whiner of all time? Not of all time. I'm just saying other sports <coughs> have bigger examples. All right, Seamus. I was just putting them. We're going to see. We're going to take That's to the people. That's just my opinion. We're going to take to the people and get the public opinion. I'm not like trying to diminish you. We're going to get the public I'm opinion. I'm just saying that's oh, my I'm opinion. trying to diminish you. I know you are. That's <laughs> that your job. That is my ultimate that's goal That's why here. we pay you. <laughs> it, it keeps the competitive element up you in the podcast. You guys are getting paid? See, he's trying to be like Cashman, who just bailed on us. So he's trying to be. Wow. No, he did not. He's trying, <laughs> Rick is so shot. He's trying to Whoa. be like Cashman. And me and Cashman have like a really good back. Me and Vince have like a really good chemistry when it's just us in the room. Like we do. We have a decent chemistry. Not sexual. From time to time. Except last night. There's times where he goes off the deep end, and that's fine. I like to say centered and focused. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But like Cashman was good for me uh, with regards to baseball. Because he would say stupid shit, but he would actually believe the shit that he was saying. And so, like, it was easy for me to have, like, a back and forth with Cashman about baseball. But I don't know where he is even. I have no idea. He's what, so he's, he's just out well. of the picture picture. You remember Cashman? Yes. The slightly I, I would just asked about him. Oh, I'm sorry. I would love to have him and Eric back on sometime. Well, Eric's good for, like, if yeah. you want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, uh, he's the wild card. We've always said that. Yeah. He might say a couple words every uh, hour. He's like the opposite of his father. He really is. <laughs> it's amazing. Because John, I've seen host of shows by himself, and he's, like, carrying the whole show. He had the one little brother in here, uh, the one son that was in here who sounds exactly like Eric, <laughs> looks exactly like Eric, but is, like, eight feet, nine inches somehow. <laughs> so he was in, what was his name? Do you remember? I forget his name. Anyway. He That's was your friend. He, he was Eric Jr. No, I'm talking about Eric's, uh, John's other son, yes. Eric's brother. I think his name's Ryan, maybe? It may it Possibly, I have no idea. But he was Maybe. in here talking. I, so. I, I thought it was great because Frankie wasn't here. So John was like, all right, I'm going to bring my kid in and we're going to talk about like how his life is going to be affected by the Rona going back to school. And he was very talented. And if I didn't see Ryan or whatever the hell his name is in the hall before the show, I would have thought that it was Eric. They sound exactly the same. They look the same. It's, yeah, it's like they're related. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's cra- it's like crazy Eric. how that works. He does. He does. Dude, <laughs> I know that your phone is dead, but... uh. A very funny development in the uh, group chat right now. One uh, of our friends earlier today said, uh, over under 12 and a half emojis used in Didi's post-game tweet. <laughs> and the post-game tweet just came out. 
and my friend I'm said, say 10. I somehow perfectly set the line at 12 and a half because he tweeted 12 emojis. No <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. A perfectly set over Now, who is that? that? Dan McGuckin? Uh, Sean, our, our friend Sean Zarzation. Oh, our wonderful the, the Armenian friend. The Armenian. God bless him. Yeah, down with the Ottoman Empire for what <laughs> they did to my friend's people. Oh, I love I love Sean. No, we should get him in here sometime. Hey, man. You know, open invites anyone in that group chat. Yeah, absolutely. Except for Dan. Except <laughs> for Dan. No, who's I like Dan. Who's the dream guest? Meaning, like, out of our friends or, like, of all time? Because all time, How you know, about both? You know, all right, well, all time, you know Chris Hansen. Yeah. Have a seat right over there. We have there. discussed this. <laughs> just but just to use that line. Just, just <laughs> for that payoff. <laughs> but so I could tell him to take a seat. But here. I would only do it, like, if he could come here, which that's not going to happen. But, like, if he said, oh, yeah, I'm in the, hey, I'm in the Philadelphia area tracking down pedophiles. I would love to come on the, from the Nosebleed show. I would have him come in. I would say, hey, Chris Hansen, have a seat right over there. And then I would just say, you can leave. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Because what am I going to talk That's to him it. about? That's the show. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how about you? All time. You're, uh, who, who would you want on here besides O'Leary and Saka? <laughs> <laughs> All time? Uh, Chase Utley. I'd like to interview Chase Utley. That's a good one. He's like one of my favorite athletes growing up. So that's Did you write a letter to him? I feel like he's, he's pretty like pretty bland though. Yeah, yeah I know. He, he seems true. very vanilla. That is true. Yeah, yeah. well, he's. A I white feel guy. like if he's I, I feel like if he looked into my eyes though, he'd feel the connection. And I'd be able to draw some emotion out of him. If you had a catch. If we had a catch. <laughs> if I stared deep into his eyes while we talked through the mics. Right, well, I'm also, leaving that one alone. Also, you just gotta get him drunk. I heard he. I heard world he, champions. I heard that like world fucking champions. I'll slide him a couple of uh, glasses of wine. <laughs> I heard that there was a lot of like banging going on in that clubhouse. Like, like I heard that there Please was. Please like elaborate. Uh, I mean, well, dude, Pat Burrell was in that clubhouse. Well, I heard. I heard there was like, a, and I'm. I'm not like joking, but I'm not like actually. I'm not like just trying to like say shit, which is what I do here. But like, I heard from like multiple people that like were familiar with like the the clubhouse. I, I swear to God. That there was like You're a. You're just getting messier by the second. But Go it's ahead. not. It's not really a big deal. It's just like because it's whatever. There was like a swinging situ- like a swinger situation, and in, in the on the 08 roster. So who do you think is most likely to, to, to participate in that? Well, Pat Burrell. Everybody. Heard, no. Anything that had the best. anything well, that had to do with sex. Pat Burrell. Well, no. Yeah. I heard that it was Jennifer Altley was heavily involved. Obviously, Chase, Jason Worth. Oh, well, now Chase is never going to come on the show, yeah, you I idiot. <laughs> Way to oh, go. Jason Worth, guaranteed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Jason, 100% Jason, Worth. Jason Worth was slaying. Do you think Carlos Ruiz is in there at all? Uh, dude, I think, dude, girls No, Car- Carlos seems too regular. Yeah, but, yeah, but girls, like girls like love... Innocent. And they got yeah. Three, yeah. They got yeah. Threesome, threesome? Girls love Chooch, though. If you think Brad Lidge was an indulging in something after every save going perfect... No, no, no. no here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, the mole's whatever. Here's the thing about Lidge, though. He was like very religious. He's a very religious dude. He actually, when he retired, he went on to he became a religious archaeologist. Did you know that? So what are you trying yeah. to say? So I don't think that he's probably right because going as to be into if a history, swinging lifestyle. If history has shown us anything, it's that extremely religious people always <laughs> play by the rules of religion and don't do sh- shady things. Well, Catholic priests are celibate. That, yeah, <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Extremely. Well, so they told right. In the scenario where this is all true, we all know Matt Stairs is making the first call. Oh God! Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Matt Stairs and like uh, who else? What about like a Ryan Batson? Uh, I feel like Ryan <laughs> Batson could certainly be Cole, up there. Cole Hamels. Uh, no, I think Cole, maybe dude, his, not. His nickname was he Hollywood. Loved his Get the wife fuck out of here. Too much, dude. And his wife was so nice, and like she was so nice. She right, was we should s- probably stop. Yeah. Yeah. She was on. S- <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was on Survivor. <laughs> All right. We have like no clout for that. Uh, we're, yeah, th- we're gonna. This is a wild note to end the show on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
that's where we're gonna wrap this up. Seamus, any final words? Yeah. Any final uh, words from you guys? Yeah, I'm I'm single and uh, I'm not against the swinging lifestyle. Eight eight eight. Pat, anything? <laughs> Thanks for having us on, guys. Yeah, Nick? definitely. All right, man. We gotta do this again sometime. Uh, All right, guys. We'll see you back here next Monday. Oh, hey.